Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another March Monster Madness Woo! episode of Blah Blah Podcast. The semifinals. I think I'm right this time. Right, Sean? Yep. The semifinals. Uh, the last <laughs> solo episode regarding the March Monster Madness. We're powering through this. I am Jason Green. With me, as always, is Sean Smith. Jason, an eye for an eye. Evan Moore. It's pronounced Smythe. Mike Dowring. Hello, hello, hello. And Dan Katz. Hola, por favor. Hola, senorita. <laughs> I mean, senor. Uh, ay, ay, ay. Dude, what the fuck is wrong with your brain? <laughs> this is what happens when he has to do three things at once. This yeah. is our final solo episode of our bracketed March Monster Madness tournament where, uh, excuse me, horror movie uh, monsterish villains face off against each other. We're just about done. Go listen to the last few episodes on our iTunes feed if you haven't already. All right, let's take it away. Sean. And before we start, we should let everyone know that we are still sponsored by Domino's uh, for this, or we, this episode. Or we would like to be. <laughs> we might be sponsored by Domino's. We'll see. We, we don't know. We Listen to episode one if you're curious as to what that means. <laughs> Actually, I think that was two, but I could be wrong. Two. Yeah. It, was, it was two. It was two. Sorry. Moving along. All right. Uh, let's go to our first matchup in the uh, final uh, four matches that we have so far. Um, we have number one seed, Freddy Krueger, uh, from the Nightmare on Elm Street series. He's got nine full appearances, and his powers include razor-sharp clawed gloves, nightmare control, including strength, shape-shifting, teleportation, regeneration, and the ability to start fires with his mind. And he's facing off against number two seed, Dracula, uh, with a total of 80-plus film appearances, and his powers are strength and speed of 20 men, shape-shifting, influence, psychic link with other vampires, control over wolves and critters, Weather control, he can see in the dark, crawl on the walls, and he has dark magic and intelligence. So, Evan, I think uh, you should start us off here. Yeah. Uh, dead don't dream, Sean. Dead don't dream. And because Dracula's dead, he don't dream. So, therefore, Freddy couldn't get him in the dream. The only way Freddy and Dracula could fight off against each other is in real life. And in that regard, Freddy loses by a mile. Dracula and- has... Hold on. I'm going to finish my sentence (laughs) because I thought a lot about this one. Me and Sean were arguing about this before and I'm making my goddamn point. Dracula wins on cultural significance and he wins on face to face because you can't fight Freddy in the dream. I I got a question for you. Is is Jason dead? (laughs) Hold on. We're not getting there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. (laughs) The only thing Freddy wins on is design. He wins on design by a mile, but Dracula's cultural significance and in a head-to-head battle, even if Dracula did dream, he could still take down Freddy because he's got mind control powers. I feel like he can control his own dreams. Dracula's so overpowered, he beats Freddy Krueger. The end. End of story. I'd vote Dracula. I well, will not be swayed. I will argue the with you. Two, in the 2010 Nightmare on Elm Street movie, they were awake and dreaming at the same time, and Freddy was able to kill them or harm them. So maybe that well, can... They're not fucking Dracula. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> you know, what were you going to say, Dan? Uh, I was going to say, is, is you classify Jason and Freddy versus Jason to be dead then? Because he, he was dreaming in that movie, and I'm pretty sure that he was dead. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, no, I, no, I don't. Well, Evan, I, I will say, since we had our little conversation, uh, I did a little research. And I wanted to see whether or not, first of all, can vampires sleep? And apparently it, it differs between source material and so on and so on. Which is funny because uh, the, 
The most uh, popular uh, source for vampires not not sleeping at all is actually the the uh, the Twilight uh, book series. Oh God, damn it! Um, you're bringing Twilight into this thing. I'm just saying, if you're going strictly off of vampire lore, they're the the main one that that does not sleep. So we know. I mean, if if they if they do sleep and they're a vampire, then more than likely it's during the day. Um, and some people even say they're not even really sleeping; they're kind of in a trance. But let's say that they are sleeping. Um, I then I looked up to see uh, whether or not you uh, it, it's possible to sleep without dreaming, and pretty much unless you're taking just a, like a quick quick uh, pet nap, which I don't think vampires would do. Usually, if they're sleeping during the day, during yeah, the you're daylight, you're going to rapid eye movement and all that. Yeah, shit. it's 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 yeah. probably more than a few minutes that they're sleeping. So. Uh, at some point, because, I mean, you know, they've done studies, uh, you have to fall into some sort of REM sleep for, you know, to actually the sleep to do something for you. And you cannot go into REM sleep without having dreams, whether you remember them or not. You cannot go into it. Yeah, without you, I know this. You dream every night. I understand that. Yes. That's actually a fact. Everyone here dreams every night, whether you remember it or not. My point is. It's fucking Dracula, okay? So even if he is dreaming, even with all of your bullshit logic and your resources and your fake news, okay? <laughs> even with all of that, it's still Dracula. Dracula can either A, not go into a full sleep and be in a trance, or B, probably control his dreams because he's fucking Dracula. What can he do? I am giving this to dracula i i don't see that in his uh description for powers that he can control his own dreams leo dicaprio can no he can't oh. <laughs> he was caught in limbo jason yeah, oh the fuck top you're right well his totem was actually his wedding ring mike dowling we haven't heard from you what is your stance on this this was too fun to listen to <laughs> um oh man i'm, I'm so passionate about this one I feel the, I feel the same way about this as fucking Dan did with Leslie Vernon versus Michael Myers, and now in that regard, he'll probably screw me on purpose. Well, see, the thing is, I actually love Dracula a lot. Like, it's my favorite novel, but I still give it to Freddy. But I'll, Mike, I'll let Mike talk. So Mike says, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at this. I think uh, our design, uh, even even based on all of the various Dracula designs, you know, I I am a big fan of that. Gary Oldman ball sack head looking thing. Um, <laughs> it, it's got to go to Freddy. It's just, you know, you, you see Freddy, you know, it's Freddy. You see Dracula. It might be just some Romanian guy or Gerard Butler. Cultural significance. Hands down. It's got to be Dracula. There's just too many movies based on him. Um, you know, it, it's the go to Halloween costume. It's it is, you know, many people's favorite novels, things like that. Um, head to head. Oh, my God. I I feel like Dracula. I mean, I, I haven't seen I haven't I, uh, I'm going to I'm very ashamed to say I haven't read the book. Um, but I feel like there is some iteration where he himself is a manipulator of dreams. Um, we know he can like essentially possess people so he has some sway over people's minds that's other people though not his own I, that, if he's got right. sway over other people's minds though he's got sway over his own freddy is powerful but dracula is more powerful and i would say that would apply to dreams continue mike sorry uh thank you <laughs> so i give I, you permission 
I feel like he's um, more. I feel like he's more indestructible than Freddy. You know, Freddy can be can be defeated with a thought. Um, yeah, all you have to do is not believe, not be afraid of him, and he goes away. Yeah. Oh shit! Go- right there, there you go. Dracula's not afraid of Freddy. He can't hurt him. Boom. <laughs> you know no, what? That that, that kind of works. I think that's true. I, um, I honestly that sort agree of, with you. That puts the that puts the nail in the coffin for me. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I think I gotta go with Dracula. Me too. Well, Evan, shit. You want to change your vote now that now that I just made the point that if you're not afraid of Freddy, he doesn't come for you. But see, that's only a plot point in one movie, whereas in the entire uh, series. No, 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 no. Even in three, in three, it was and, the same thing. And New Nightmare. Yeah. And uh, sort yeah, of like you can't six. count New New Nightmare. That's different. It's not part of. Right, well, Freddy, Freddy, Freddy that, that's dead. like saying, "Oh, no. Jason went into space, so he must be great in a spacesuit." Like it's not. <laughs> No, but, but I, I think uh, like like Freddy Freddy's dead. It's a plot point because there there are no more children to be afraid of him, and that's why he has to get the the person who for some reason thinks he's his son, born after his death, uh, to like lure kids back to Elm Street in order to learn about him and become afraid of him again. Well, fuck. Uh. <laughs> All Dracula has to do is just be like, "I ain't afraid of you," and Freddy's like, Rawr! and then he dies. Uh, bitch. <laughs> Oh, uh, bitch! I wish you were afraid of me. Well, I'm not. And then Dracula kills him. Bitch, yeah. I'm dead on her feet. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, Evan, that that was probably the greatest thing you've ever said of all time. I'm going for Dracula. Thank you. You, you know, See, I'm, I'm still not convinced. Uh, even though I know I love Dracula, I think his cultural significance is. If you have a kid see Freddy Krueger, you pretty much know he's gonna be Freddy Krueger. But unless they see a specific version of Dracula, they might not know it's Dracula. I feel that says a lot. Or if they can't see the teeth, they're not gonna know. Yeah, it's the cape, it's the hair. I mean, it's the Bela Lugosi one that we think of more. I think that's where the cultural significance comes from. Me. Well, it doesn't matter what me and Dan think because we're clearly outnumbered here. You Um, can always call Jimmy or whatever the fuck his name is, Domino's. No, it's we're clearly outnumbered. I, I, it's just a question of do I want to use my veto? <laughs> oh, you haven't. Oh used no, it that'd be the shittiest thing to do right now. Yeah, e- Evan bought up. A, uh, Evan bought up. This a was like the last point. thing I would have ever thought he would have to use his veto on. Too, that's just kind of funny. But but you know what? <laughs> I'm it, not. I'm not telling him to or not. So it doesn't Jason's, matter. <laughs> Jason's kind of right though. It's like yeah. I don't have a good uh, counter argument, so I, I, I have to, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to let Dracula go. I, I can't. I can't. Unless you can one. think of a really solid, like, but, oh no, see, like this is a specific power that Freddy would have over him. Mm, I got to give it to Dracula. I don't really though. That's the problem. So I think, and I prefer. And let me get. Don't get me wrong here. I actually prefer Freddy Krueger to Dracula, mm-hmm. but when it comes down to the nitty gritty of it, I I thought about this one a lot, and I like I, this was the one where I was like, well, wh- where is this gonna go? And you brought it up earlier, like, oh, I don't know what we're gonna do with this, and I said, well, I think it's Dracula, I really do. And the more I thought about it, until and then I just thought of that point when Mike said it. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> All Dracula has to do is be like, I'm not afraid of you, and I forget. Yeah, I can't. I, I just can't argue it. I, uh, all right, fine. Dra- Dracula is going to go on to the to the, the final four for next week. Woo! 
You do realize that you might be making Benny right, Sean. Thank you. I, I don't understand. Were you saying that he was the one that said what the finals were going to be? Oh, no, 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 no. No, totally different thing. Okay. Um, anyway. D- different Benny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> moving on to our next matchup, we have uh, number 13 seed Annie Wilkes uh, from the movie Misery. The duty writer. One film appearance, and her powers are she's psychotic, she's skilled as a nurse, and she has an incredible tolerance for pain. And she's facing off against. She's been the real underdog in this. She's fight. a number I mean, 13 seed. She made it far. Yeah. But, but she's, she's up facing against. number two, Pinhead. From the Hellraiser series, nine film appearances, and its powers are demonic powers, ability to summon chains, and mortality, manipulation, and ability to create cenobites. The only argument that I will make, because I think it's worth at least making an argument, is that Annie Wilkes would have put up a good fight. <laughs> Not really, because uh, honestly... <laughs> Uh, Pinhead could just use a chain and tripper, and she'd fall into a typewriter. So there you no, go. But 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 if <laughs> but if Pinhead deleted her favorite character from a book, then she'd tie him to a bed and break all his pins. She off. wouldn't even know how to fucking summon him in the first place. <laughs> I don't know. I'm leaning more towards Pinhead. Yeah. I think he's really? Yeah. yeah. I kind of don't like have anything that I could that give to her. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. Tra- yeah. I'm tra- I don't even see her being sane enough to figure out the box. No. So. No. I, I hit it with a hammer. Th- yeah, this probably. one was. Oh, listen, Annie Wilkes was dead on arrival on this one. <laughs> it was nice that she made it this far. She was the real underdog. We were all really rooting for her and everything else. But it, it it has to come to a point where you go, okay. Yeah. She was she was matched up against really well skilled opponents that were good matches for her. But now that we're at this point, it's like. Yeah, the, the clock has struck midnight. She, she has yeah, sorry, do. Annie Wilkes. It's time to hit your head on a typewriter and go home. <laughs> and also, do you really want to see Annie Wilkes versus Dracula in the, the next yes. race? <laughs> but, yes. But now Pinhead versus Dracula, I can't wait for. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right, uh, we'll move on to our uh, next matchup we have. This is a tough one. Uh, number one seed, Jason Voorhees from Friday 13th. Uh, 12 film appearances, and his powers are superhuman strength, durability, immortality, stealth, regeneration, and uh, possibly possession, if you can count Jason Goes to Hell. And he's facing off against number seven seed, the Candyman, uh, with three film appearances, and his powers are intelligence, strength and speed, teleportation, levitation, and the ability to summon bees. And Domino. Oh, not the bees! And, I was going to say, yeah. both, both of these competitors went through hordes of... Uh, Enemies to get to this fight. Yeah, too. yeah. Like and this, and this is like, doing like confetti. I feel like more so than the the final match, the, our bracket has been building up to Candyman versus versus Jason Voorhees. I'm very excited to discuss this one. And this is the one that I've had the most trouble coming up with an argument for because I feel like you could obviously culture significance would go to Jason. I feel like design actually might be a toss up here. Um, and I love Jason. I love the hockey mask design, but at the end of the day, it's really just a hockey mask. And I depends on the Jason, though. Depends on the Jason. Depends on the Jason, but everyone. Yeah, Jason Uber Jason was I think thought was pretty creative, <laughs> despite how shitty that movie was. I liked his costume. I actually like the regular Jason from the beginning part of the movie too. I yeah, think, I thought that was a, thanks, a good Sean. Design. I appreciate the compliments. Uh, <laughs> um, and regular uh... Jason. Is, but you know what? And, and I don't want to sound biased towards uh, Clive Barker uh, properties, but the Candyman might be a little better in design. I think it's more a little more creative. Um, 
So I, I might lean towards there, which brings to a head-to-head matchup, and that's the part where I am just completely lost. I don't know who would who would uh, be have any advantages over the other, because they're, they're, oddly enough, kind of similar in a way. Uh, it's All right, as you can see, I had a very passionate opinion about Freddy versus Dracula. I have almost no opinion here and that's not because i don't care about these characters because i think this is such a perfectly done matchup this 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 is the matchup here and i agree with you sean i think design wise they're tied uh because Candyman is an incredible design and jason ranges you know and if you average it out it's 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 it goes from great to bad so if you average it i'd say it's it's probably in the same realm mm-hmm. um in terms of cultural significance, just has three great designs. Yeah, <laughs> but but there's less movies, so I'm I'm going yeah. off of an average. Uh, but head to head is a com- complete toss up. Cultural significance goes to Jason, but I want to say that because head to head and and uh, design are tied for me cultural significance might have to take this and i may have to lean towards jason for that reason alone and i'm not saying that with like i I can be swayed but i think that's where i'm going right now because i think they're so evenly matched in the other categories see the 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 powers of Candyman. i feel like i keep going back to uh, the first fight in Freddy versus Jason when he's in Jason's dream where, you know, he's p- playing him like a pinball machine and dropping <laughs> the, the, the giant, you know, thing on him. <laughs> that scene's great. <laughs> it's a great scene, but with Candyman's powers, he could the- theoretically, you know, uh, levitate around. He could appear in random places. He's got the hook he could hook him with. And that's in the real world, not... Yeah, but I'm saying like oh, good point, Dan. That's what Actually, uh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like it's in the re- it's not in a dream. It's in the real world. Yeah. So, but, but brute force. And this is where they're matched to me. Yes, but the brute force of Jason plowing down with that machete uh, might be a good match for that. I, I mean, I'll be honest. The other I, argument I have for that though is Jason's been defeated many times and. Candyman hasn't. I I mean, I'll be honest. I am actually kind of leaning towards Candyman here. And I, it pains me to say that because I love Jason. He might be my favorite, um, but might be, definitely Jason. is your favorite. <laughs> definitely is Sean Smith's favorite. Is Jason I, absolutely? I am kicked out. So you know, <laughs> um, them's the breaks. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what do you think? You've been awfully quiet for this matchup. Uh, been doing calculations. I'm... Well, it's sort of. Uh, it's because I'm not super familiar with Candyman. Um, and, like, I know I've seen the first movie, but probably not since the 90s. Um, so, I mean, right there, at least in my eyes, that tells you a little bit of something about cultural significance. Oh, I never argued um, that. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just trying to do all the math in my head. Um, and I... I don't know, maybe just because I'm more interested in Jason, I like his design more mm-hmm. as well. Yes, Candyman's kind of cool, but like it's, I don't know, it's something, I know we've seen other stuff, sent, you know, it's it's the old man with a hook for a hand. 
He's got more than the hook, though. Like he's you open up his coat, well, and then you got no. The Mike saying and... that is a metaphor, right? Well, I mean, partially. I like that's <laughs> yeah. sort of what he is as well. Listen, and I'm also, not... also, let's let's be honest. He's the most diverse character we have on this bracket. Just pointing that out there. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I think, I'm surprised it took us that oh, long geez. to get this. Sean, Sean, so, I don't, so, don't see colors. <laughs> so, Mike, if you pick against <laughs> I, Candyman. I'm actually, I'm actually surprised it took us that long to be like, oh, he's the only black villain we had on it. <laughs> um, but, uh... I mean, you, you can argue the thing a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> actually, good point. Uh, I was actually going to say that Candyman has a better backstory, too. Uh, the the idea that he was a, a slave that now is you know this mythological being versus a kid who drowned who became a zombie by part six, you know what I mean? Like or or three? Like it, it doesn't. It's not as clear. It's not as interesting. Whereas Kenny, See, the, I, the fact I, that I, Kenny Man's black is actually part of his backstory, which is what's really interesting about the character. That that that's all well and good, but that doesn't fit any of the criteria of what we're supposed to base no, our I, just want, I just want to point out that, that Candyman has a One very, very, very interesting Candyman's backstory. backstory that does relate to his cultural significance, though, is since it's obviously post-Clive Barker creating the character in the movie, just like Bloody Mary is a thing that kids know about, Candyman is another thing that kids know about, like, to say into a mirror to freak each other out, even if they've never seen I the movie or I know what it is. That in and of itself is already just... A ripoff of Bloody Mary. Yeah. Um, Just like Jason is a ripoff of Thirteenth Rip of Halloween. Yeah. That's oh, true. That's oh, very true. Yeah. So that, that sort of yeah. evens itself out. I don't know. I think I got to go with Jason. Dan, what um, do you think? I can't. Yeah, like the, the the head to head is sort of a wash up to me, and so I'm just going by the other two, and I feel that Jason wins on those two accounts for me anyway. Fuck yeah, I do. Uh, Dan, what do you think? Uh, I am leaning more towards Candyman as well. I have a feeling it's not going to go that way anyway, though, because I feel like uh, I've already talked most of the points of this out. Uh, I'd like I said, I, I think his design's more because it's not just the, got the hook for the hand. It's you know, when he opens his jacket. There's all the desiccated flesh. There's the bees. Of course, not the bees, but. Uh, <laughs> Just like the 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 power that Candyman has in the the universe, uh, like of what his is, is like way more. Be, it's like beyond what Jason is. Like yeah, his ultimate power is diabetes. <laughs> yeah. I also feel like Candyman is extremely underappreciated in mainstream horror. Uh, that 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 first film, I've only seen the first one. It's so good. And he is so scary well, in that. Well, in you know why? It's, it's because well they did the sequel. They totally redid the entire story of his lore, and then they basically fucked up the whole series. Yeah, why. I didn't see two or three. Yeah. Uh, I'm still kind of on the fence leaning towards Jason. I'm, I'm curious to see what, what Jason votes. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I don't know, because like I've said many times in the past, I'm the least qualified person to be picking these guys, because I know the least about these movies, but who who was arguing the cultural significance before? Was that you, Evan? It was Mike. Mike? Oh. That's kind of what's making me lean more towards, um, what was it? You picked Candyman, right? I don't even fucking remember now. No. <laughs> <laughs> I picked Jason. I picked Jason through cultural yeah, that, that, whoever the fuck Mike picked. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> just telling so you, I but... Really, 
<laughs> Jason, really are you paying know. attention to what we're saying? I am, I am. Jason's calling an Uber. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling an Uber. I'm getting Call the, the Uber driver, see what he has to I say. Before I pick anything. Um, Jesus Christ, this is the hardest decision I've had to make in like probably forever. <laughs> Well, Jason, uh, it just just by dominoes. It just what, what do you? How about the head-to-head matchup? Who, who would you think would would take that? Oh, I definitely think Jason would win head-to-head. But like I said, I've never seen a Candyman movie. I don't know. I mean, he has bees under his chest. I feel like Jason. <laughs> <laughs> do you? But I don't want to be biased because my name's Jason. I feel like that'd be a shitty thing to do. I want. <laughs> all right, so I want to. I want to just point out again. I, I don't. I I want to pick Candyman. I really do. But the only thing that's really stopping me is the cultural significance. Uh, I, I do think that Kenny Man might have a slight edge. Uh, Design-wise, they're tied flat across the board for me. There is a slight edge to Kenny Man's abilities in terms of fighting Jason. But Jason's cultural significance eclipses Kenny Man by so much. I feel like that okay. has to yeah, I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm I, making I, me lean more towards Jason. I just want to. I just want to point out the fact that you know last week we were talking about the matchup. Oh between, yeah, and I said something, and yeah, I know. <laughs> the matchup between. I, I told you this. I told you this before. I change my criteria based on what the matchup is. I don't use the exact same rules for everybody, and I'll switch how but, I feel about design. But if, or cultural it, yeah, but if cultural significance weighs so much, then how come Michael Myers didn't beat the thing? You know what I mean? Like. Because it's the thing. It could fucking assimilate him. Because, because the thing was that much stronger that it would beat Michael Myers' cultural significance, whereas Candyman only has a slight edge and Jason is that much more culturally significant. It's almost like it's flipped. Uh, uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm, picking, I I'm picking Jason. All right. Jason's Jason. Mike, what are you? I'm Jason. Dan? No, Jason's Jason. You're Jason. We're all Jason. Is there any other Jasons we know about? <laughs> so Sean and, Sean and Dan are Candyman, and Jason and Mike are Jason. Yes, it appears that way. Evan, what is, do you want a tiebreak here? That makes me the tiebreaker. Call Domino's. Right. <laughs> no. Oh, no. All right, hold on. Hold are, on. are you actually uh, going to call them? No, no, no. I'm okay, good. <laughs> that would be uh, hilarious if you got the same kid. He's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I said Candyman. Click. <laughs> um, <laughs> I. Uh, Okay, again, I, I am going to vote for Jason, and I hate to vote for sh- against Sean and Dan again because I know that these guys, those two are, we're all gurus except for Jason. And I'm not trying to stick a middle finger up to Candyman. I, I wanna, I wanna say right here that Candyman is one of the greatest and most underappreciated horror villains of all time. And if you haven't seen the first movie, Jason. Uh, I really recommend it, and I, I think he's well-deserving of this spot. I'm giving it to Jason because of how much cultural significance he has. I do think Candyman wins by a slight edge in a head-to-head. Uh, design, they're tied, but Jason's cultural significance takes it from me, and that's why I'm ruling there. Not because I have some grandiose soapbox thing like I did with Dracula and Freddy, uh, that's why I'm giving this to Jason. Uh, it, it's not an easy choice. All right, well, then. there you have it, folks. All right, I guess Jason moves on to the final four. 
which means we have three of our uh, final four participants uh, set already. And let's go to our final matchup. And this is the last one that we have. It is uh, number four seed, The Thing, a total of three film appearances. And its powers are assimilating uh, basically what has what it's killed. Um, and uh, he's facing off against... Did you send this again? Did you? What did you do? To no, this? no, no, no. It looks it's slightly revised. different. <laughs> what did you change? I'm Dracula. I'm gonna find a cover photo. Hold on. Why am I on Freddy? <laughs> Because I just happened to find that image of you, and you were facing the same direction. I'm like, that works. <laughs> Why is Donald Trump pinhead? Oh my god. Well, amazing. I mean, you can't deny he looks like a good pinhead. Oh my yeah. god, that's great. Bravo, Mike. Oh bravo. All right, just never, for for our audience, just an update. Mike Dowling has photoshopped all of our faces onto the Elite Eight image, and we can't share it because it's. <laughs> It's, so, too, for it's too horrifying. We can't do so it. So just so just, just tweak it a little later, Mike, and then then we'll share scary. it. Okay. It's too scary for anybody to see, but it's quite great. Thank you for that, Mike. All right, moving on to. I think right. you could just put Wilford Brimley right there, and we'd be good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then you'll be fine. Yeah, we'll make it inappropriate so we can share the blah blah version. Okay. Um. Uh, so we have the thing, and <laughs> he's facing off against. I'm sorry. Number two seed, uh, Hannibal Lecter, uh, total appearances of five, and his powers are genius level of intelligence, strength, intimidation, murder skills, psychology, and advanced knowledge of art, music, and food. Oh, he's going to teach the, the thing how to play piano. <laughs> He'll teach the thing not to drink gasoline. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so here's where I'm leading here. Um, I'll just say flat out my vote is going towards Hannibal Lecter. Um, I think biased. I'm not biased. Uh, I I am just kidding. He I mean, let's let's be and I actually rewatched the thing just to get a couple uh, uh, a couple notes as to how Hannibal Lecter could possibly defeat. the thing. Great movie, by the way, wasn't it just it gets oh, better yeah. every time of you course. watch it. Too. Love it's, it. I mean, it's out. this part where they're testing the blood is like edge of your seat. Shit. Yeah, I love it. And movie. the uh, the transfer that they did for the new release looks great. But anyway. Oh, I haven't seen the new release. Yeah, it's it looks good. Um, but anyway, so I feel like I, one of the the biggest uh, attributes to Hannibal Lecter is the fact that he is a psychologist and he knows human behavior, and he could easily point out who is not human. The thing, even though it, it does a good job of trying to hide the fact that it is um, a real person, there are things that you can point out that would be like, oh, that doesn't seem right. Maybe that guy's... And I know that certain points in the movie, they specifically play it so that they're not giving out clues as to who's the thing, but by a certain point, you can clearly tell Wiffle Brimley has been transformed into the thing. It's pretty obvious. Um, yeah, it's all that diabetes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and also, he is, at the end of the day, a doctor, so he theoretically might be able to figure out a way to uh, destroy the thing somehow other than fire, even though that seems like the most logical way of doing it. Um, and, you know, if you're going off of the other categories, uh, definitely cultural significance. He wins clearly. He won a fucking Oscar for the role. Um, and design, maybe you could, you could probably give that to the thing, but if you're talking <laughs> overall, um, Hannibal Lecter. Mm. Sean? See, Sean... 
Oh, oh well, I, uh, I was just going to say, I actually thought I was going to have to fight for Hannibal Lecter in this round, and I couldn't agree with everything you just no. said more. I, and, you know I, what, when, I was actually thinking, like, in, in like, a movie setting, how would these two fight? And, yeah. and, and Hannibal Lecter, this would actually be a really good on-screen matchup. For, think, like, this would make a great movie, because Hannibal Lecter really would outsmart it, destroy it, trap it. And he's the only just, guy who could probably take not, I mean, and look at look at the guy who only that, <clears throat> but he eats people. So I think it, that'd be even more. It's like, OK, well, obviously I, I need to, you know what? He it, might it, even be able to, well, I think eating the thing would actually be his downfall. No, he, no, just you know what? His, like he would be able to know who the thing. Well, like, that's the thing. It's like his senses are so good that he might be even able to smell the thing on people. Yeah. Ooh, that's sexy. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, like, you know what, Sean, though, like, my vote going into this was a thing, but you have persuaded me. Good for you. Good for you. That's what I said. Um, I watched the movie just to... to no, that's uh, those were some valid points, and I liked them. Um, I do love the thing. I have an um, undying love for that movie, but I'm leaning more towards Hannibal for the points that you made, which I'm not going to reiterate because that would just take up time. <laughs> what about you, Mike? <laughs> uh... Yeah, I kind of, I basically agree. Um, I don't know what else I could add to that. Yeah, cultural significance, it's obviously. Hannibal. Design, designs, I mean, I've already made that argument in the past that the design was sort of always a throw up with uh, when it comes to the thing, because like, oh, we don't really have a design. Um, so I'd be just talking badly about my previous decisions if I went <laughs> against it. I talk um, badly about all of my previous decisions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very true. And head to head, um, does he ever actually like? Because I now that when you're talking about like his sense of smell and all that, I'm, I'm all I'm thinking of is the TV show. Does he ever exhibit anything of those? Oh yeah, he would, he would smell Will Graham's uh, cologne in in both the movies. He could smell when Clarice was coming, like up the yeah. corridor of the hospital. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, well, you convinced me. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I think Hannibal gets it. Yeah, like I was saying, Sorry, even man. even without you know having you know good senses, he at the end of the day is a doctor. He's a psychologist. He would know human behavior, and you know it's he he would be able to figure out who the thing was before anyone else would. And let's be honest, the you know uh, McCready is not the smartest dude in the bunch, and he is able to kind of defeat the thing. So that we think, yeah, just saying. Woo! Um, so yeah, that's that's uh, that's a wrap for this round. Uh, let's go over our final four participants. We have allow carries. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have our final four is set. We have Dracula and Pinhead going up against each other in nice. uh, the final four, and also now we're talking. And also we have uh, Jason. What is this? <laughs> just keep uh, just, just Mike, just, Mike, Mike, come on. Jesus We're doing Christ, a show Mike. here, Mike. Jesus, look, geez, now now we can share it. All right. <laughs> it's anyway, for you. What were you, what were you saying, Sean? Now uh, we can share it. And we have uh the other matchup for the final four. We have Jason Voorhees facing off against Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> Woo! And interesting. Four. If you can explain real quick, we will be uh, these guys will be squaring off on our main show. Yes, correct? next week our normal show we will be having uh, both the last three matchups for the tournament. 
uh, during the regular. So this is the last uh, special episode, but the tournament will be now be shifting to the main show for next week. Yep. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you've liked what you heard here, please tune into our main show, which usually posts every Wednesday morning, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, roughly every week uh, to get the rest of uh, the scoop on March Monster Madness and who will win the ultimate battle royale, which was a really good Japanese manga, by the way. Battle Royale. Yep. Uh, I think that's it for everyone. I'm it's actually Jason a novel first, but it's cool. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> the movie was terrible. Don't see the movie. Read or read either the manga or the book because they're both good. Anyway, I'm Jason Green, and uh, yeah. Good night. <laughs> Final four next week. <laughs> Final four next week, everybody. Tune into Blah Blah Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes. What? Are, what All that good stuff. Follow us, Blah Blah Pod One. Check I'm, out I'm Mike's. Jason. What? No, I just I want to reiterate what you said. What you said was, "I'm Jason Green," and um, yeah, and fuck it, <laughs> fuck it, fuck. do it live. <laughs> subscribe to us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on Twitter. Blah blah pod one. Check out Mike's Photoshop, which we'll be posting soon. We should make that a segment. Mike's Photoshop foray. I don't know something else that begins with an F. Yeah, anyway, if you say good so. Good night, everybody.